0: Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is episode 13. I'm Angela Mitten, the ACT counsellor. I'm mindful of and would like to acknowledge that I'm recording this podcast on Jajarung country, home of the Jarra people, the traditional owners of this land. I'm incredibly grateful that I get to live and work and create on this land, and at the same time have such a deep sorrow for the personal, spiritual and cultural costs of our First Nations people. I pay my respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. This is episode number 13 of the Act Councillor. And as I said, I'm Angela Mitten, a counsellor located in central Victoria, Australia. The last 18 months has had us all accessing services in a different way. Increasingly, my counselling and clinical supervision services are reaching more women who access my support via telehealth. For the busy women that I support, online services can be really a convenient option, saving on travel time and costs. There can also be a sense of security and indeed a feeling of safe boundaries, knowing that we are not likely to bump into each other at the local gym class. Acceptance and commitment therapy is an evidence-based approach to working with trauma and is a beautiful fit with polyvagal theory and compassion-focused therapy and parts work. Not everyone feels ready or even wants to connect with one-to-one sessions with a counsellor. There are so many ways that we can support ourselves. That's why I produce this podcast as one way that you might be able to support yourself with the challenges that you're facing. And in 2022, I'll be launching some online courses about overcoming people-pleasing, perfectionism and procrastination. Because I believe these are the parts of ourselves and the challenges that lead to overwhelm. So if you'd like to join my waitlist and be the first to hear about these courses in the new year, you can do so by following the links in the show notes. And coming back to the present moment now. Take a breath. Ah, the power of the out-breath. Make it nice and long and slow, even a sigh out can be so grounding, bringing us back to the present moment. Today I'm going to talk about being nice. Did you know that it's possible to be too nice? But wait, isn't it nice to be nice? Don't we want more nice people in the world? Well, of course, but if you've been listening to other episodes of The Act Counselor, you'll probably have an idea of where I'm heading with this. Do you think sometimes that you are too nice? Too agreeable? In this episode, I'm going to delve a little bit deeper into why being nice isn't always as beneficial as it might sound and what we can do instead. In earlier episodes, you might have noticed I was talking about overwhelm as an overarching kind of issue that many women face. Then, if you listened to episode 12, you'll recall I started breaking things down a bit and started looking at the importance of setting boundaries. Over the next few months, I'll be breaking it down even more. I want to explore more deeply the patterns of behaviour that can lead to overwhelm. Of course, there are many external life events that can lead us to feeling overwhelmed. And some of these external life events are things that we can't change. On the other hand, there are also some behaviours that contribute to our feelings of overwhelm. And that's where our power lies to come back to what we can control. We actually have far more ability to change our behaviours than those huge uncontrollable life events. So that's where we will focus. In episode 12, I talked about people-pleasing and learning how to say no. If you haven't had a listen to that, you might like to go back and listen to that episode and then come back to this one. You see, overcoming people-pleasing is about much more than learning how to say no, although that is a really great place to start. There are other people-pleasing patterns of behavior that can lead us to feeling overwhelmed as well. For example, Do you find yourself being unable to say how you really feel or think? Do you find yourself caring for others to your own detriment? Perhaps you are overly concerned about fitting in with others, but then feel taken advantage of. If this is ringing any bells for you, you might be interested to know that there could be a reason that you do these things and feel this way. Noticing that this is going on and then understanding the underlying reason can be the first step in learning how to do things differently. So, before we jump in, I'll take a moment to remind you that if you are in crisis or find this material resonates deeply with you, or if you feel triggered in any way, it's important to connect with a practitioner to receive some one to one support. This podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute individual therapeutic or counselling advice. Okay, having said that, here we go. Most people are aware of the fight, flight or freeze response. These are the autonomic nervous system responses that keep us safe. I've spoken before about how these responses become unconscious patterns of behaviour that have worked for us in the past. There is another response that has been identified more recently, which is called fawn. The fawn response, or sometimes called the please and appease response, is also a nervous system response that helps keep us safe in a different way. If we can't utilise the other responses, such as fight, flight, or freeze, fawning or pleasing is a way we can respond to ensure survival. If, for example, you grew up in a household where a family member was impatient, violent, unpredictable, or flew into a rage at the drop of a hat, the fawn response can be very helpful. By keeping things calm, avoiding conflict, meeting their every need while ignoring your own, and avoiding saying what you really think or feel, the family member may have been appeased enough to stay calm. If they were to fly into a rage, perhaps you would start analyzing what you did to upset them and admonish yourself for not being nice enough. Often these types of family members do not take responsibility for their own behaviors and are only too quick to blame someone else. So we learn, don't we, what works to ensure our survival, what works to get our needs met. We learn to ignore our own needs and cater to others. We learn to accommodate and fit in. We learn to hold ourselves to account, but not others. We learn to not rock the boat, for we fear what might happen when we make waves. This can present us with some challenges as we enter into adult relationships, because we seek out what is familiar to us. Our compliance and willingness to accommodate and suppress our own needs can often Lead us to repeating these patterns in all our relationships, whether it be in intimate partner relationships, friendships, or even in the workplace. We become people pleasers. We are nice. We say yes. We don't take up space. We have got so used to it not acknowledging or having our own needs met. We don't even know what they are. Humans are incredibly adaptive and our nervous system is always scanning for cues of safety and cues of danger. We develop these patterns because they're protective. These patterns have served us well in the past. Though, you may be finding now that they don't serve you as well. If you are often feeling resentment, fatigued or taken for granted, it may be time to reevaluate things. The good news is that we are adaptive as human beings and we can make changes to our behaviours. And there are ways to support yourself as you begin to open up to change. Developing the ability to observe your internal experience is something that can be developed over time. In ACT, we call this the observing self. You see, before we become aware of the observing self, Most of us are just going about life, believing and acting upon anything our mind conjures up, whether it be a thought, feeling, sensation or urge. We spend a lot of time in our thinking self, all the while thinking that is all there is. There is this other part of us that can observe. It is the one that becomes the watcher of our thoughts, feelings, sensations and urges. It is the one that can notice all of this going on without necessarily feeling like it has to do anything other than observe. This goes nicely together with coming back to the present moment. Let's do that out-breath again. You may remember from previous episodes where I mentioned elongating the out-breath, can be a powerful grounding and sense of safety to your vagus nerve. When we begin to choose our responses based on the wisdom of the observing self, things begin to change. We can also learn to open up to the discomfort of setting limits or asserting ourselves, noticing when the discomfort shows up and not rushing in to please, appease and smooth things over. We can become more mindful of the difference between being nice as a learnt response to adverse childhood experiences and kindness as a value that you would like to bring into particular situations. When we ask ourselves, what value will I bring to my response at this moment? We may choose to be kind to ourselves or others rather than being habitually nice to others while being unkind to ourselves. These can be complex issues to work through and untangle, and often best done with the support of a therapist experienced with complex PTSD and relational trauma. If you'd like support to work through anything I've talked about in this episode, you can book a discovery call via the link in my website. Also on my website, you can sign up to my newsletter or there's a handy grounding activity that you can click a link there and receive a free PDF that takes you through how to do grounding. I do hope this episode's been useful for you. If you find anything that's resonated particularly, drop me a line, email me on Angela at ChrysalisCounseling.com.au. I'd love to hear how you're enjoying these episodes of The Act Counsellor.